0: Yo, what's going on, guys? J Charles here on the hashtag AskJ Charles here. We are in the Perform First Gym with the one and only, the beautiful, the Taco Queen of San Antonio, Miss Maddie Skye.
1: And we have tacos. And we have tacos, yes,
0: <laughs> of course. And I told her, yes, we can eat while we're doing Yay. this. Trust me. All
1: right. I'm ready.
0: <sighs> All right. So, yeah, we are doing it on Instagram Live as well. We got my boy over here, Paul. We got Rodney uh, both recording it for us. It's going to be a good time. Uh, like I said, there is a little special guest coming as well. You don't know. It's just a surprise, okay? It's gonna be fun. Uh, do I? I
1: don't know him, him or her.
0: <laughs> you. I think you do. Maybe you know them from
1: high school.
0: You'll just. You'll. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. No, I'm nervous.
1: It's maybe gonna be fun.
0: It's gonna be fun. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, me and Maddie, we uh, we connected. Driving school. Driving school. Yeah, yeah exactly. And
1: I, I sucked at driving for like. <laughs> I didn't learn. I got. Well, how old were we? Like sixteen. Yeah, we were young. We were sixteen, and I didn't actually learn how to drive until like two years ago. Really? Because you know how bad that yeah, driving school was. They yeah, it was things. horrible. We All didn't do anything. All we did anything. was color. Exactly. So, yeah. And i that was my chance to flirt with boys because I went to all-girls school. <laughs> it's <true. laughs> It's like I would go to school, Providence, like looking right? like a mess. Yeah. And then after school, I would get ready to go to driver's ed because there were boys. But yeah, yeah. And I didn't learn how to, I didn't learn anything.
0: Oh my gosh, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah, 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 I they was, didn't really teach us that, that well either. I
1: crashed like three times, and I've <laughs> gotten a whole bunch of speeding tickets. <laughs>
0: That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I so, like I saw that you recently, you put like the schools, I didn't know you went to St. James.
1: Mm-hmm. I went to St. No? James when I was three years old. Okay, that was so, it? yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I went to St. Yeah. James,
0: like pre-K all the way to like sixth grade. So, they so know were it's all you all the gross. classes? Yeah, probably. I
1: was in Miss Bruce's class.
0: So was I. Wow, look at that. I never knew, she was mean.
1: Yeah, she put me in time
0: out because I was talking so much. yeah um so fast forward you know um so if you don't mind giving like a little spiel of what you do who you are you know yeah. for the people that don't actually know
1: so i am a reporter for the san antonio express news and mysa.com it's uh the way san antonio express news is different than a lot of newspapers you have the print product which is of course the san antonio express news and then mysa.com is the free online version so it's um it covers everything from lifestyle to crime i always tell people that one minute i could be writing about a murder and the next i could be writing about tacos so it's just, yeah. I write about everything. Um, I've kind of honed in on like local pop culture. So if there's a new manganada drink or a new crazy taco, or you know, somebody made it famous, become, become famous from San Antonio, well, I usually follow them. Um, so that's pretty much what I do. And a lot of the times, my stories do end up in the print product. And that's always exciting to like, go to A G B and see your name yeah. on the front page.
0: Well, I mean, I always yeah. see like all your articles and stuff like that on, on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, it's, it's
1: easier to share, you know, online articles because uh, that link yeah. is never going to expire. At least it shouldn't. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I do. I'm a reporter, and then uh, I do a lot of, uh, mostly, like last night there was a grand opening. I try to, you know, kind of mix and mingle where I can, because nice. it's fun. You know? exactly. I, I have a lot of free time. So your
0: job is basically to, I mean, yeah, you report different things and stuff like that, but you like, you, have, you get to have a good time yeah, for your job. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's kind of like my brand, um, knowing, you know, what's, you and what's hot and um, so So that's like
0: what your focus main focus is on i guess yeah yeah like
1: the pop culture lifestyle stuff so and that entails everything from like i've done a story about like the best trainers in san antonio to you know you know the best fashion bloggers on instagram yeah it gives you a lot of opportunity to meet really cool people and go to really cool events and even Mm -hmm. like last night i wasn't working i just you know i like to be in the know and see what's going on now
0: that that being said though like was there any Have there been any like celebrities and stuff like that you've
1: just fangirled with? Yes, uh, Manu, okay so Manu, let me make sure my, I didn't even realize, maybe make sure my phone is off. Um, Manu Ginobili, the story behind that, it was a... Can you get a water? It was, um, let me see, probably, I was probably reporting for a year, so it wasn't that long into it. And my boss at the time, editor, just, you know, threw it on me. He was like, do you want to interview Manu Ginobili tonight? And I was like, Uh (laughs) I wasn't prepared for this. And so I show up, yes, thank you, I show up and uh, Thanks, he it was because I had written a story about a little boy named Manu Ginobili, or Ginobili, and oh, okay. his mom named him yeah. after Ginobili, obviously, oh, huh. and the little boy wanted to meet yeah. him before he retired, not knowing that we would have, like, still two more years with him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, the st- he heard about the story, he was like, yeah, I want to meet him. So the Spurs invited me to be there for their first encounter, nice. and I was watching and trying to be professional, and then I had, like, two minutes to ask him some questions, and I was <laughs> stuttering. And I couldn't get myself together. And he's like, let's sit down, let's sit down. You know, it's okay, calm down. And I was like, oh my God, you're so kind. That's you're awesome. such an angel. Um, and George Lopez. I, I, saw I that. interviewed yeah. George Lopez. Yeah. And I, for some reason, when I get nervous, I become more aggressive than usual. And I kind of <laughs> okay. like swatted him with the back of my hand. I was like, hey, like, you know, like nudged him. Yeah. And I was like, I heard you were talking trash about my city. And I don't know why I came to him like that. <laughs> super, like. Off the cuff, yeah. and he kind of took a little offense. was like, that what this is about." And I was like, "Oh, sorry, no, but you know, <laughs> people are gonna want to know you're in exactly. San Antonio and you said what you said." I forgot where it was in 100%. Seattle or yeah. something, Sacramento. Um, but he was cool. He like he he eased up. I, we both eased up after that. But I fangirled. I was like, "Oh my god, why did I just <laughs> watch George Lopez in the back of my hand? What's
0: wrong with me?" So so so. Do, you, do you fly out for a lot of different events and stuff, or go, um, or is it strictly just San Antonio? I mean, I know it's San Express News, yeah, my San Antonio. I don't
1: think the only place that I've flown out for work. Related stuff was I went to Cuba. Okay. I went to Cuba in um, 2016 I think um, But that think that was it I've gone to like I've driven to Houston for an event um, But no, not really all my traveling is just fun time. Yeah
0: Now like when you were in high school, did you kind of already know that you were gonna go this route? Mm-hmm. Or?
1: Really? Yeah. I, well, did you
0: have any programs and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, we had a ProVet TV okay. Providence wow. Pro-Vet. wow, yeah, ProVet <laughs> TV and uh, at that point, I wanted to go into broadcasting. I wanted to be a TV reporter. But, you know, life changes. And I did work in TV. I got an internship at k 12 when I was in college. So I was an intern there. And then I went to Kent's Five. I did high school sports there. So a lot of high school football. And then, you know, I wasn't, I needed more opportunity. and wasn't, you know, wasn't my passion. High school football was yeah. my passion. So I got a job at Express News. And I was kind of weary because I was like, I've never, I don't really write. I'm not a writer. Yeah. But, you know, it was kind of one of those, like, uh, talents I didn't know I had exactly so, and now I I don't think that I ever want to go back Make it up a web series, is so that'd be cool. That would be cool Yeah, I don't
0: yeah. know if TV is my thing anymore Yeah. So you, you, t- you kind of I mean I like that you said that because a lot of times people are always asking me How do I find my passion? How do I find it? Yeah. You actually had to go you gotta go do things
2: Yeah, you know what I mean? Enough. You gotta
0: get yourself out there start doing things try everything yeah. taste everything until you finally find You know what it is that you like and you got to find out what your strengths are Exactly. And now it took you a couple of different tries yeah. and then you finally found that hey I'm good at this. I like doing this. Yeah. I'm, this is fun. It's
1: a. There's always a quote. I'm probably gonna botch the quote completely, but it's something about um, be stubborn about your goals, but flexible, basically, about how you you attain them. So I always knew I wanted a career in journalism, but how flexible about how I got there? Exactly. You know? like, yeah. I never would have thought I was gonna be writing. I was kind of. Like I said, I was very scared when I applied for this job because I was like, I don't want to, I don't know anything about writing. <laughs> so I, it was
0: very, very yeah, foreign yeah, for you, very yeah, new. Yeah,
1: very, I was very um, fresh and green when I started. And luckily they took a chance on me because I probably wouldn't have taken a chance on myself because I was so lost. But I got a hang of it. That's good. Hang that's it. And like, good. I didn't know anything about high school football and I kind <laughs> of winged it. So kind of fake it to so you make it, I guess. Because,
0: uh, honestly, <laughs> I'm, that's so true. You have to... Uh, you know, throw yourself into mm-hmm. some scary shit. Mm-hmm. I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, like I do it all the time. You have to throw yourself into something where, you know, you're either gonna learn or you're gonna
1: yes. fuck it all Break up. Or swim, yeah. Exactly. But also, like, the other person I fangirled over just recently was uh, Greg Popovich. Yeah, I, I saw uh, that. Yeah, that experience was wild. I was so scared, so nervous the whole time. Because it's not only, you know, you're interviewing your idols, you know, it was the atmosphere. I was, one of maybe two women in the building and it was a it's a male dominated field especially sports journalism Mm -hmm. and so i was there and i was nervous about everything from am i I wearing the right outfit am i (laughs) you know do i look okay am i you know am i handling myself correctly am i asking the right questions what do i do can i stand here can i stand over here because it's like you don't, I don't, I, those people have been reporting in exactly. that media, you know, center. Or they've been in that little, like, group of reporters for years. I'm the newbie. Real so fresh for you. Yeah, and, uh, you know, DeJounte Murray came out, DeMar Rosen came out, and I kind of stayed quiet and was just reporting and trying to take it all in and figure out what I was doing so I was so lost. And then I didn't expect Popovich to come out. I didn't know they were going to make him available. And uh, maybe maybe three three reporters asked some questions, and I'm standing there, and I'm like, you have to ask them. This is Greg Popovich. Like if you don't, this is one of your, this is when you're like, on your bucket list, yeah, you know, exactly. to interview Greg Popovich. So I'm standing there, and I was like, ask ah, something, but they were all asking my questions, <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And so I was like, I can't ask him about wine. That's, like, a stupid question. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if he yells at me? And so, yeah, I asked him about Lonnie Walker and his dinners with him, and mm-hmm. I kind of stumped Greg Popovich. He, like, he was at a loss for words because he started talking about, uh, Anthony Bourdain Mm -hmm. and he kind of got choked up and I was like wow okay Mm -hmm. but I kept telling my brother I was like I'm not trying to say that he was like (laughs) like he felt (laughs) sorry for me or like you know had a connection with me but the way he like I guess he saw you know a new face in the gaggle of reporters and he was like he was very kind to me and I didn't expect very intrigued yeah Yeah. very kind and I really appreciate that because I was so nervous and afterwards I was like shaking like a tree and I had to take a minute in the car um, exactly. afterwards because I was so... Oh,
0: well, look who's here. <laughs> Boozer's S.A. Boozer San Antonio. Hi. Hey, how y'all doing? Hello, hello.
1: <laughs> special guest, here. huh? Yes, yeah,
0: special guest right here. So we got How's it do do some man? more food. How's it going?
1: Hi. Hi. Maddie, nice Fly, to meet nice you. Nice
2: to meet you. How's how you doing, guys? Good. Food.
0: Guys, Boozer do do? San Antonio Hi. came in the building. Hello.
1: Hello.
2: Boozer's. I hey, hope y'all like margaritas. We brought some uh, oh, awesome yep. margaritas. Margaritas I thought you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. And tacos. So, yeah, so
0: let's okay. let's let's rewind a little bit. Um, when you were at UIW, um, I mean, of course, that's kind of what you're going for. Mm-hmm. Did they also have like the you know the reporting stuff and yeah, like did they have their own little definitely. news and stuff like so that? That's
1: called UIW TV, and uh, I was one of the lead anchors for two years. Yeah, I was. Um, it's like their own little. They show it on campus, and that's kind of where I got more experience. So again, I was never. I, ac- I actually wrote for the newspaper there too because it was for a class, but. Um, some, the UIW-TV was something I did in my off time. Um, and I got some more experience there. I met some really good people. And like I said, that's at that point, that was all I wanted to do. My, my focus was in broadcast journalism. I was a communications major, wow. focused in broadcast journalism. And, you know, look, I'm not on tv exactly so, but uh but yeah.
0: still i mean you, you went that route and it took you to where you're at right now yeah and and enjoying like, the hell out of it yeah
1: i feel like i can express myself a whole lot more mysa um, exactly. is really good about you know i can bounce off an idea off everybody and it'll start with something i like thought up in the shower and the next morning it turns into like this full blown story with different angles and different packaging and um mysa is really supportive of all of our ideas and they let us you know be ourselves and and you know kind of just fly with our own brand Nobody ever told me to be, you know, basically like a socialite and on the scene and stuff. They are just like, you know, you want to go to this event? You want to do this? You want to do this? Everybody's super, super supportive. Super creative, um, so I think my team has a lot to do with my success. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I, I like that
0: you say that. You know, yeah. It's it, it is what it is. You know, if I wouldn't be here, if it wasn't for these guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to have a solid team, and you have to, you know, really feed off of each yeah. other and stuff like that. They're super supportive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I know you do the uh, margarita pour off
1: every year, right? <laughs> yeah, I did it for the past two years. Yeah, that's Very that's
0: funny. that's why I brought this guy yeah. over here. So
2: give us a little spiel of what uh, what it is that y'all do. I'm take okay, a bite. Uh, well, first. Thanks for having me, out. Yes, sir. This is awesome. Hello, guys. Hello again. So what we do is Boozer's SA. Um, our goal is to try to reduce the number of alcohol-related accidents, DUIs in the area. We know that with San Antonio that's, um, that's kind of a big thing. <laughs> so what we look to do is try to provide these services to complement people because uh, we know that they're already going to want to party. People want to drink. They want to have a good time. We're all for it. Let's do a little more responsibly, though, with a little more of a uh, greater solid so to speak. So. That's that's what we do. We offer alcohol delivery services, rent a bartender services, nice. um, and designated drivers here pretty soon. Oh wow! That's yeah. awesome.
1: Damn. I've been thinking that somebody should do like a like a design like an Uber type of designated driver. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah,
2: it's like uh, it's a one-stop shop for all your party needs, drinking needs. You know, it's a girls' night out, it's a wine night, um, football, college football on a Saturday. We could provide in all those services. For you. Nice
0: man, nice. Um, so yeah, it's you, it's Jacob Petita, and yeah, you, you said you have someone else that's going to be coming in, right?
2: So we have um, actually a lady by the name of Elizabeth Mundy from Houston coming in to work on our social media. She's going nice. to handle all of our social media um, website um, pro mar- uh, marketing There's a new pro promarketing. I like it. I like it.
1: Yeah,
2: she's a, she's going to do that. She'll be here with us probably by the end of the month.
0: Nice, so nice. We're looking
2: forward to that for sure. Cool. What kind of tacos you guys
1: got? Uh, samosada? Yep, samosada
0: okay. tacos. See, I told you this is going to be totally different than what you're used to. I'm telling you. I wanted to mix no, it up a little. we can have some fun. Food. Exactly. I'm so
1: I am like, I will work for tacos. <laughs> <laughs> don't take me if,
2: seriously. If you don't mind me asking, um, how did you get the Taco Queen um, title?
1: So there's a, well, I grew up on the south side, okay. The okay. southwest side between Aguilitos and Zardes Mora, So there's tacos everywhere. Yeah. And so, you so know, shout out West side? Shout out West side.
2: Side. Yeah, um, that's side. Side. So really funny.
1: So I've been eating tacos since I guess I could because when I was two, I almost died from eating a bad taco. Yeah, wow. I, I contracted uh, E. coli. Oh dang. From a bad egg. Two. At one of the taquerias oh, yeah. on uh, Sarsaparilla, and I was in the hospital for like three weeks, and it was really bad. Yeah. So, um, but I'm obsessed with tacos, and then you know they just they're a staple. Like you know you, you you they're quick you just get up but if you have somewhere to go you just go to the corner and get a taco but then there's a little shop that opened up at the corner of my street called la imagen and that's like they don't even know i promote them so much <laughs> they should be getting like some yeah, royalty or something they don't even know <laughs> but anyway so la imagen um, they opened about maybe four years ago and i was kind of like hesitant because you know, they, at that time, like they had a bad health score and they were kind of like a shoddy little shop. And I was like, you know what? One day I was like, I'm just gonna try it, I'm hungry. And they blew my mind. Like everybody would yeah. talks about all these random taco trucks. And so they go, you know to I'm like, no. You don't even <laughs> not know. There. You don't even know. It's, it's not like even just like the meat and then the, like they like, fry the tortillas a little mm. bit and they're like greasy. Yeah, that's they, the best they, when they're greasy they, stuff. so good. I have a friend that she sings the tortillas. <laughs> she's from Houston and I introduced her to her. <laughs> it, yeah, I introduced her to the tacos, so not introduced them to her. And she's so in love that she sings like little songs to them before she eats them. They're that good. And that so good. Um, at that point, it just like became an obsession. I become obsessed with foods. Sometimes like for a while I was obsessed with zucchini. I don't know why, but that one, yeah, I love zucchini! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Zucchini's so good! But um, with that one, like it just stuck, and um, I think it, I really celebrate tacos because they bring everybody together, they make people happy. You don't ever see anybody mad eating a taco, exactly. and it's like, it's so part of the culture, Like, um, the thing that makes me mad about the whole Austin thing is I feel like a lot of the tacos ah, in Austin are very trendy. Yeah. And, like, exactly. Here it's not a trend, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, exactly. It's something that moms make their kids as comfort food. You know, you wake up in the morning, you might even just get like a tortilla with butter. Like, it's part of the lifestyle. It's not a trend, it's not a fad, it's not something that you could put on Pinterest with a cute quote, like, I really actually hate those, like, tacos, those shirts that girls wear. I'm like, that's so stupid, you know? Like, I'm not (laughs) about it, like, I have a couple, but I'm not gonna be like, oh, look at me, you know? Exactly. it's another nothing like Selena. Like, I love Selena. I'm the biggest no, Selena very, like, fan uh, that you'll ever meet. Yeah. But I'm all for Selena events that are like around her birthday, around like the little Muertos, or like something like there's a reason for. Yeah, it. There's I'm a reason. getting kind of tired of like people just like tapping on Selena for like a marketing thing. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I know what you're doing. Like you're just this is you're cool. Just like, using it's, it's, a, it's a easy, it's a like low hanging fruit. Like I'm just gonna like throw Selena on it and people will come, you know? <laughs> yeah. like,
2: Anything for Selena. Anything
1: salinas. for something. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's that. I don't know how I, I went off on a tangent, but yeah. You're
2: good. You're good. <laughs> with this, with the story you were telling us about how you almost um, choked on that taco, yeah. it sounded like you needed a margarita. Yeah. So in the <laughs> kind of nice. Together. Um, so what this is, this is a house made margarita. Okay. It's going to be tequila, um, house made triple sec. We put a little. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we can't give away our secret. Right? <laughs> uh, so yeah. so put a little more alcohol in there, uh, lime juice, and a splash of sprite. So nice. I'll let you be the judge. Please, Yay. please let us know how it is. Nice. And, right, uh, nice. Yeah. Did you want salt or no salt? Because I, I said up. Uh, um, salt. Salt. Let's do salt. Yeah. Salt. So, okay.
0: So when you first started, um, did you find it really hard for you to, uh, I guess, just talk to people?
1: No. Oh, no. Really? No. That's surprising. If you would be my family, yes, I, I'm just like, my mom is super talkative. She's one of those ladies that will like go to HEB and tell the cashier everything that she's going to make with her. <laughs> i like, mom, she doesn't want to know. You're like messing up her time. Um, so I'm, I was part of a family that just like talks to everybody that like, my family knows no strangers. Okay. So they, they've never met a stranger in their life. So it's natural for me to just like be very outgoing and talk I hear to you. people. I will say that sometimes. The one case that it's hard for me to call people or talk to them is when they're really sad stories where I have to like call somebody who just lost a family member. Yeah. It's like a cold call, they don't know I'm calling and I don't want to bother them. I hate those stories um, because it's like the last person they want to talk to is a reporter exactly. at that point. Um, that's the only time I get nervous. Um, or like when it's a celebrity. But uh, no, I've never had a problem talking to people.
0: In your career though, like up until now, did you ever have a point where you kind of doubted what you were doing? Or were yeah, you always kind of...
1: I think that there's time, like, I think everybody in their 20s especially, like, doubts what they're doing. Or, you know, am I doing enough? Am I going the right direction? Mm-hmm. I have a lot of those thoughts in my head when I'm driving home. Sometimes I'm like, man, like, it's a random Tuesday, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I should be here, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. But um, I've never doubted that I wanted to be in journalism. Sometimes, like, I, I do consider myself a very smart person. And sometimes I'm thinking, like, man, I could have been like a doctor or I could have like Mm -hmm. been a surgeon or something. Like, I feel like I'm so smart, I could have done some of that, but that wouldn't have been my passion. You know, I would have been making a bunch of money, but I I wouldn't have been happy. I don't ever feel like I'm working. I love that. I'm always learning. 100%. Um, Yeah, uh, and I think a lot of journalists can attest to that. I never feel like like, one day is the same and I'm always learning. I feel like so knowledgeable about things now and um, across the board. So I could have been making, Know,
0: yeah exactly banking but, banking but you wouldn't be happy doing it see that's ha- the yeah. thing that's I the payout that hate. a lot of people think you know chasing th- stuff. you know chasing paper versus you know uh, you know chasing happiness chasing yeah. you know what you, what you what you enjoy doing your mm-hmm. passion you know what I mean and that's kind of what I always push towards you know that's why I started this whole thing that's why I started everything about like my personal brand is all about motivating people to find happiness and what they want to do you know figure out what you want to do. That something that makes you happy, and then just do it every day. You know that should be the ROI. It shouldn't be about like the paper, because that'll come to you. Maybe mm-hmm. you know that'll come. You know, but yeah, exactly in a different way. Yeah. You know.
1: I think too. A lot of people. I've you know, of course, I hang out with, other people, but nothing but people that are like in their 20s. And I feel like so many people are so sad. And it's like you're in your 20s. Exactly. Why do you wanna? Why do you wanna be so sad? Why are you letting some guy or some girl? You so dic- yeah, you have so much. Yeah, to exactly. Live like I don't. I don't know why you're so angry all the time. Like like there's things that I want to do or like you know I'll think like oh I want to do this with somebody or it's like that's not gonna happen so I'm just gonna do it for myself like take yourself out on dates do stuff for yourself make yourself happy like if you think if you know that tacos are going to make you happy then a day go get some tacos who exactly like,
2: treat, yourself. treat yourself exactly yeah yes.
1: like yeah. it's all about finding the silver lining and i think a lot of people are so bogged down with like oh how many people are going to like my instagram picture yep how many hundred percent hundred percent my instagram like gives like you know what like just do it mm-hmm. you know and it's just that's something that's really frustrating to me right now and it's just like why can't you just be happy like if you if you have your health and you have your family has their health who cares? Like that's unless somebody is like sick in your family or you're sick and they could see being sad, or you lost you know a loved one and you'd totally be sad. But if you're you're mad over something petty like that, who cares? Like mm-hmm. that person's not caring whether you're home sad or looking at your Instagram story or wondering what you they exactly, don't care. Exactly, exactly. That, so.
0: Hundred percent. I can,
1: exactly. to, so, yeah, I I can drink to that. <laughs> Let's do a little cheers. Yeah. yeah.
0: There you go. Passion to boozers essay to to Maddie Sky.
2: To Maddie Sky <laughs> to Ask J. Charles show. Here we are live action. Mm, that's really good. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. Cool, man, cool.
0: So, I mean, you know, what advice would you give to someone just starting out, you know, coming into the field, they're new to this, you know, what would be the best piece of advice that you can give someone?
1: Um, Network, 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 network. Um, I know a lot of people, I interned for free, Um, but the networking and the people that I met were a lot more valuable than any type of paycheck I would have gotten. Exactly. the way I got my job at my essay is because I met somebody through. Actually, it wasn't an internship. I, I met him at Ken's. It was one of my coworkers, and he uh, he put me in touch with my current boss. But it's all about who you know. A lot of times, um, just be yourself. I see so many people. Not gonna call out anybody, but I see so many people that see that the whole like boodle thing is working for me, but it's not it's not a marketing tactic, it's really who I am. Like, I, mm-hmm. I told you I was born between, I was actually born deeper on the west side, like, and then I moved to the Czar's Ugly, it was like, that's just who I am. Like, I was raised with, like, backyard barbecues and like, Tejano, and that's just who I am. It's not mm-hmm. something that I'm trying to fake, and I see a lot of people in the industry are trying to, like, mimic that. Thing. They're trying to make it a it's trend. Like, if you would be so much yeah. more successful if you just honed in on your strengths. Like, mm-hmm. if you're from a different ethnicity, like, honing in, like, San Antonio is so, like, dominated with Latinos, It'd be interesting to see somebody from a different ethnicity, you know, out in public and, and and on the scene, you know, holding on that. Don't try to, don't just be yourself.
0: Exactly. That's, I know
1: that's so cliche to say, but
0: no, it's honestly, true. it's
1: so transparent when people aren't themselves and they're trying to mimic something else that and, and networking and, and being good to people, um, you know, and then when you're at a position to give back, give back. Uh, but like networking is, is huge and I, I'm always so grateful of my friend Danny, who, who I met at Ken's and then helped me with my current job. Had I not met him, I don't know what I would have done. Because my time with Ken's was kind of narrowing down and he helped me out big time with that. Um, so definitely network, go to as many events as you can, um, pick up as many opportunities as you can. If you're, you know, if you have free time, don't just, you know, be, be idle and be, you know. You know I love that she said that, don't waste time. time. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, don't, I, I haven't had a nap in so long. <laughs> <sometimes>.
0: <laughs> no, trust me, I, <laughs> I feel you on that. I think that's something that a lot of people uh you know they don't go towards you know we yeah. we're young yes you know we have a lot of time but don't waste it you know grind you know do what you got to do in order to get to that certain point you know network connect you know you have to connect with people you know uh when I did, I did my internship not my internship but when i did like the best experience that i got was coaching at holy cross for two years for free i'm being serious i didn't get paid to do that but you know, the payout was learning as much as I can, I made a lot of connections, Mm -hmm. you know, some of them, you know, hooked me up with all this equipment for a really good price, you know, things like that. Um, On top of that, you know, I learned a lot about myself, you know, going through each and every step, you know, you learn different things, you meet different people, and Mm -hmm. that's why I always try to push kindness as well, you know, you want to be kind to someone, you want to be nice, because, you know, it's going to help you in the long run, you know what I mean? It's better to be a nice person than to be a, a rude, I mean, exactly yeah. intimidating. There's a
1: the quote I like too, I forgot how it goes, but it's, you could be kind, but you also, it's, it's like, uh, do no harm, but take no, I'm not going to say, it, I don't <laughs> want to cuss, but take no, you could say yeah. it for me, you. you know, okay. like, honestly, yeah. like, be good to people, but, you know, stand up for yourself. Dude. Exactly. Don't, don't take any shit. you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Don't worry, I'll cuss all I want on yeah, this thing.
1: For
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> um would you say that you had any role models uh, going through all this mm-hmm. um, and did they play a, I guess a big role in your your part?
1: Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have eaten. That's okay mm. that's why we do this. <laughs> um, yeah first off you know like my big brother's always been a role model to me um, always kept me on the straight and narrow always like helped me have that cool factor um, growing I feel like little girls the girls with big sisters with big brothers have that like edge about them because you get that, like, I learned about Tupac. I learned about, like, old school rappers. So I'm in the middle of the clubs sometimes, and the, like, girls are just like, I don't know what this is. And I'm there rapping along, and like, what is this um, So he's always like been a role model, um, always kept me on the straight and narrow, um, you know, made sure that I was, you know, focused on the good things and not boys. Any, any big brother would do that, right? Not let their, business sister be focused on boys. Um, but he was a role model, and then now I look to people, like, this is, that not really stupid, but, like, Selena. Mm-hmm. Selena. Selena. Um, because she was a trailblazer in her own industry, um, she did it her own way. She didn't, you know, let anybody alter how she got there. She was in a male-dominated field, and um, I kind of, you know, would like to be that type of person in my own field, my own industry. Um, people like Eva Longoria, you know, mm-hmm. she come, came from Corpus Christi and is like one of the biggest philanthropists now, and is the chair of all these foundations and is like doing everything. She's a, she's an actress. She's a TV producer. She's uh, she's just a director I think she's just all over the place uh, Gina Rodriguez mm-hmm. just a lot of strong Latinas that you know aren't letting anybody in the industry any you know woman man tell them what to exactly do get in their they way should get in their way yeah and in the morning I like to listen to a uh, Frank Sinatra my oh, way nice. that's like my pump-up yeah. song so it's all pretty your cool. way like you don't have to fit Did into you a mold way too? yeah like really so, I, wish, I wish I could I try to in my head I am um, but yeah, so any any strong Latina is always my, my go-to for inspiration. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think, like, I watch a lot of interviews with all of them and uh, just follow them on Instagram, even that, like, they'll post, like, Gina Rodriguez always posts, like, her inspirations every so mm. often and it's just it's inspiring to see that even your role models are inspired by somebody else. Exactly, so,
0: yeah. 100%. And I think that's totally, tr- you know, true of all that. You know, you, you have to have role models, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and in a way, they might be indirectly like they might not be here, like Selena, yeah, yeah. you know. But you have to, you know. Um, I have, I'll, I'll admit, I have some role models, you know. One, uh, one in particular guy. Actually, I he used to be my football coach. You know what I mean? But his uh, his attitude towards everything, his. Uh, Always walks around like you know what I'm. Be confident, you know. Do what you got to do. Go in there being confident, and everything's gonna be all right. And that kind of taught me a lot. Um, however, I mean, I do have other role models that I you don't I don't know, but I follow from afar. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, you know Gary V. You know his like nonstop Gary. work hustle, his uh, grinding 24/7, and that kind of pushed me over a little bit. And you know what? I gotta go to work. I gotta hustle. I gotta grind. I gotta do this. You know, and it's the truth because you have to. You do those things in order to get to those steps. So. Yes, you know, I think, you know, anyone out there that's trying to, you know, go for something, get something, have a role model, you know. Um, and just just work. Just work, guys. Do what do what you like, do what makes do what's fun for you and then just work. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Rodney, uh, do we have any uh, questions or anything like that? No, any time? <laughs> no? Good? Okay, cool. Anyone say hi? Oh yeah, a lot of people saying hi. Okay, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that, I think that um, pretty much wraps it up, uh, you know, you, you spoke on, you know, the, uh, the, what is called, how the steps that, you t- that it took, you know, to get there, the advice and everything like yeah, that for people. Not
1: be afraid to fall. I think it's really good to have a, a good support system, obviously, but uh, my mom always tells me, there's, th- there's times that I've been afraid to do stuff. And I like, well, you know, what if I fail, like, you know, I, I am very critical of myself, that's my flaw. So I cannot fail. And if I do, I take it really hard. And, and that's always, that that stops me. That's like, if I'm gonna do something, I'm like, oh, I'm get hesitant. She's like, what's the worst that's gonna happen if you fail? Like, you're still gonna have a roof over your head. Exactly. You're still We're gonna be here to pick you up if you like, if you do fail. And so that's so comforting to know that I can go out and do things and knowing that I'm gonna have my support system to back me up, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, the financial assistance if I need it, or just, you know, a shoulder to cry on. Um, So yeah, have a good support system and even like I told my friends, like anything could happen, you know, like I could go through a breakup, but as long as I have you all there to have me like, who cares, the world could come crumbling down, but as long as I have you all, like I'm good. Exactly. So it's, it's, it's really important to have a good system of, you know, family and friends. Um, to have your back
0: so nice I like that don't be afraid to fail yeah. it's true guys go 100% you know if you have something that you want to do go in it for two to three four or five years you know if it fucks up if you fail oh well you could still go to work you could still go do something we're young we're gonna live to like 80 90 years old I mean you got your whole life exactly <laughs> eating tacos um again thank you so much bro yes sir yes sir thank you,
2: thank
0: you. boozers boozers you. follow them Hit them up um, next week. Thank you. Next week, we're going to actually have uh, Boozer San Antonio for our podcast. Going to have a good time, you know, switch it up a little bit just like this. Have some drinks, have some fun, talk about our businesses, growing businesses, small businesses, what we're doing, how we're learning, and going from there. Again, this is uh, Jay Charles on the hashtag AskJ Charles show in the Perform First Gym. Uh, again, with Maddie Sky, thank, thank you, you so much. <laughs> and some tacos and some beans. All right, thank you guys.